This is the Joyful Mama Show. We want to help you take actionable steps toward dreams that have more impact, family life that has more peace, and motherhood that has more joy. We think that it's time for moms to rise up in entrepreneurship and change the world. But let's face it, it's hard to sort through all of the ways we get stuck in our own heads and all of the things we feel like we're supposed to be doing. How can we change the world when we're overwhelmed with trying not to feel overwhelmed about homeschooling or power struggles with our kids or taking care of our own hearts, our bodies, and our minds? We want to give you the tools to find rest, joy, and healing while also taking your business and your dreams to the next level. You know you were made for more than hustle. You can feel that you were made for more than the lies that hold you back. And we believe that you were made for amazing things that impact the kingdom of God and the people that God has given you to impact for Him. You were made to be a joyful mama, to have a heart that is thriving, not striving. And we want to help you step into the fullness of all you were created to become. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Joyful Mama Show. It's Sarah and Liz back again. We hope that you enjoyed our podcast from last week where we talked about why we hate homeschool, (laughs) Christian homeschool mom culture. And we've gotten a lot of great feedback from that episode. And a lot of you are rallying with us to see women be set free and for all of us to be really championed and empowered to hear from God for ourselves and hear from him directly. And we want to keep champion championing you <laughs> in that today. What's funny, I noticed from the episode when I went back to listen to it that I had a weird lisp the whole time. <laughs> and what's funny today, um I don't actually have too much of a lisp in real life. Uh, we'll see if in this episode I also have acquired a lisp from the audio. What's funny today is that Liz just got a bunch of dentist work done. And so she is kind of struggling to talk a little bit. Oh, now I have a lisp. (laughs) So we've traded lists and maybe if we're lucky, we'll both have a lisp on this episode. That would be really fun. I'd like to be not alone in my lisp. (laughs) Only time will tell. Oh, we'll, we'll see. Hopefully we're fortunate in that way. But today we want to talk to you guys just a little bit more about how to walk in freedom in the area of homeschool. We were thinking through these kind of two areas of homeschool. They get melded into one in our minds as homeschool moms. And that is the area of education, like homeschooling your kids. And then the area of homemaking taking care of your home, doing all the things in your house, and being responsible for everything. So we want to continue the conversation while we separate out these two areas that seem to fall on the shoulders of, not seem to, but do fall on the shoulders of most homeschool moms. You're home all day. Usually the mom that's homeschooling her kid is also taking care of the house. Like usually that's kind of like a a thing that happens because you're there. If your husband goes to work full time, Liz, you made a really good point of homeschool is kind of just where you do your school. It doesn't necessarily mean that the mom is the teacher at all times, that the mom is in charge of everything with the school. Uh, But what we really want to empower you in today 
is really feeling freedom to let it look how it's supposed to look for your family. Some of you just love the idea of being at home with your kids and all sitting around the table doing homeschool and having chickens and all the things that you see on Pinterest that other homeschool moms are doing. Like for some of you, that sounds really fun. For me, that does not, but that's okay. We can all do it in our different ways. And we also want to encourage you in something I've struggled in is to not back off from doing something because it is stereotypical of a homeschool mom and also not to do something because you feel like you have to, because that's what a homeschool mom does. Should do. Yeah. Yeah. Should do, or is supposed to do. And that's, you know, how, you know, if you're good at it or not, is if you're doing all these things that someone has said, this is what homeschool should be like. And this is what homeschool moms should be like. And this is what a good Christian homeschool mom should do. Mm -hmm. So we want to make sure we're like really living in freedom and all expressing like the things we love and the things that feel good to us and feel fun and feel easy and feel right in the season that we're in without succumbing to any expectation that maybe has been laid upon our shoulders that we haven't like really heard from God. Like, yes, this is what your life is supposed to look like. This is what your season is supposed to look like. This is what you're supposed to give to your kids. So Liz, you were telling a funny story about the sourdough bread. (laughs) Well, first of all, I, yes, I'll tell that story, but Sarah says that most of the homeschool moms that she knows don't make sourdough bread. And I have a really hard time believing that because every homeschool mom that I know makes sourdough bread and their life seemingly (laughs) revolves around their sourdough. And I've resisted becoming a sourdough homeschool mom, almost like I wanted to be the last woman standing. Like I can homeschool and I can live on a farm and I can have chickens and do all the other things, but I am not doing the sourdough, even though I like sourdough bread. It it felt like from what I could see, like you had to babysit the sourdough. <laughs> like it was the equivalent of just having a cow or something like I have to, if I have a cow, I have to milk the cow. I can't like go on vacation anytime I want. Cause now I have a cow. That's how I felt about sourdough. So I was like, by not having a sourdough, I felt like I was kind of sticking it to the man, like the homeschool <laughs> man. I will not, like I was standing strong. I'm not going to do sourdough. And then my friend Julie came over one night and she brought this like in a really cute basket. Like it was the total classic, which actually what's funny is she used to homeschool and she's not homeschooling right now. Her kids are going to school, but it was very homeschool vibes. What she, how she brought this bread It was in a basket. It had like a really cute tea cloth that was wrapped in. It was still warm. She brought the really good butter. And I can, I, for the life of me could not stop thinking about that bread. Like that night I probably ate like four slices of it. And it was so good. (laughs) My kids had been talking about it. And then I was like, all right, I'm just going to watch a couple videos about people making sourdough. And the process actually looked fun to me. And then I started like finding myself thinking about my daughters and I in the kitchen. Doggone it. That actually looks fun. I think I would actually enjoy making sourdough bread with my kids. And so then a friend my high school daughter's friend was like, yeah, we just started making sourdough. (laughs) 
Red, this is actually really funny. The friend said, I've been calling my dad the Proverbs 31 woman because he <laughs> loves the sourdough so much. He's making more sourdough bread than my mom. Um, it's really cracked me up. And I'm like, your dad jumped on the sourdough bread train. And she's like, oh yeah, we have sourdough for days. Like he loves, he's making croutons. He's making all these things. So I'm like, all right, I think I want to do it. So she brought me the starter a couple of days ago. You do have to feed it, but she's like, there's ways to do it where you don't have to be. There's like the old Testament <laughs> sourdough people. And then the new Testament sourdough people. I would fall obviously into the new Testament where I don't measure. I just dump. Okay. Yeah. You can just dump flour and dump water. And I found this girl on um, Instagram who is kind of leading the New Testament sourdough movement. And she, <laughs> she says, <laughs> I'm telling you, there's like, you don't want to be in the other camp. Where, they don't even say cups. They use grams. Like who's going to, who's going to weigh their flour? I, Not I don't ever know. in my life. Wait, so, Liz. Are they really calling it the Old Testament and New Testament? No, I made that up. I just made that up. <laughs> okay, definitely what we're calling it from now on. Yeah, yeah. So there's the people that measure in grams and they weigh their flour and their water. They don't even use like a third of a cup in their language. And then there's the dumpers like me who just grab a scoop, don't even look at what the measurement on the scoop is dump a couple in, add some water till it looks like the right consistency and that's it. And if it's bubbly, you're, you're good. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I, I think you should reference the Gilmore girl episode um, (laughs) because basically I was like not doing something I really would enjoy doing for the sake of not doing it is also not freedom. Like I was trying too hard to not be the thing when actually if I'm really honest, a lot of the the typical homeschool mom things are things I enjoy. Now we do have chickens and we do live on the farm. I don't particularly, I'm not a person who cuddles the chickens mostly because if they poop every five seconds, like you pick one up and they don't like hold it, like they'll just go on you. So it's not, and their feet weird me out. Now there are also homeschool moms who boil chicken feet to make their like bone broth and collagen and all those things. Have you heard of this? Do you know the pe- those kind of homeschool moms? Those are more studying homeschool moms. Okay. But yeah. they um so that's another reason why I'm not all up in the chickens cuz their feet totally gross me out. But anyway, the whole point is give yourself permission to enjoy the things that you enjoy and then no matter what box you feel like that might put you in, give yourself permission to enjoy the things you enjoy. Even if that means doing uh, a stereotype type thing. Mm -hmm. So you and me, we could be doing the exact same action. This is true all the time for everyone in existence. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. We could be doing the exact same action, but with different motivations, we're going to be living out of a different place. So Mm -hmm. you could be making sourdough bread feeling like you have to, and this is what you should be doing. This is what a good mom or a good homeschool mom does. And this is just what it looks like to be caring about your family. And Mm -hmm. you would feel like you had to. I'm just using you as an example. 
well, there's, there's got to be some mom somewhere who's making sourdough because she feels like she should and she hates it. Mm-hmm. She's out there. There's yeah. probably a few of her. Sourdough, kefir. I mean, there's all these, you know. Kombucha. <laughs> Kombucha. <laughs> there's all these like things that are potentially like, they're just neutral things. They're not mm-hmm. like, doesn't make you good or bad morally mm-hmm. for doing them. But mm-hmm. if you're doing it and you feel like condemnation, if you stop, it's totally different than if I'm doing it and I'm doing it out of total freedom. Cause I just want to, it feels like this is exciting to me or I'm inspired to like do something I've never done before, or I do want to do it for the sake of my family, but I don't feel like under compulsion, you know, like we even hear this in sermons about giving, like don't give out of compulsion, like give out of the joy of being able to give. And mm-hmm. that's like the kingdom way is where you don't feel like I have to do this, to be good, to be accepted, mm-hmm. to be loved, to be worthy. Um, I do it because this is what I feel God leading me to do. It's just another expression of who I am. And sometimes mm-hmm. we get to, I mean, I had a season where I made kefir for like a whole year. <laughs> Daniel, my husband was like, who are you? And I was, part of me was doing it because all the kefir at the grocery store had sugar added to it and he can't have sugar. And so I wanted to help him have something that wasn't expensive. It was super cheap to do it. Didn't like cost me much as far as effort. I just put some water in it, like you said, and threw it in the fridge. It wasn't measured. I mean, it was very low maintenance. Um, my kids were eating or drinking it all the time. And it was just one of those things I did for a little while. But the sourdough bread, I personally do not feel compelled to do at all because I would want, it would be so hard. This is like, if I really wanted to really test myself in the area of self-control, I would make sourdough bread. Yeah. We'll see how long it it lasts here. Cause I might, I might turn into a sourdough bread ball with how much I'm probably going to eat it. Literally, this is like just a funny story is that for my grocery pickup, I put on the order that I wanted nine grain bread, which I never feel compelled to eat more than one piece. And they didn't, they were out. So they gave me sourdough last week. Girl, I like had one night I had three pieces. Then like two nights later, I think I had three more pieces and they're little, they're like little tiny pieces. And you're like, Mm -hmm. oh, I'll just have one more. I mean, and the amount of butter I (laughs) ate. (laughs) Oh yeah. It's, it's amazing. Well, the, what I'm learning about sourdough bread is it uses wild yeast, not like the packets of yeast. So it's actually, you know, the fermenting and all that, Uh it's good for you. So I say you're fine. And when I make, when I get in the habit, if it works, I'm like, watch me get all excited that I'm going to do this. And then it doesn't work. Like my dough won't rise the way it's supposed to, or it turns out like it could be a total flop, but if it turns out, well, I'm going to send you some of my starter, my, well, no, I'll send you a loaf of bread. I'll just do shipping. I'll send you the, it made. (laughs) Yes, we only live four hours apart, so it should be fine by the time it gets here. You know, I really could see my husband getting into things like this. Like, 
honestly, when it comes to being a homeschool mom, like he would be a great and homeschool <laughs> dad. He would be the, like a perfect Proverbs, at least from the way like culturally Proverbs 31 is looked at, like yeah. she takes care of the home and all that. Like, obviously we know like there was a lot more to her than just doing these um, yeah. home tasks, but my husband actually loves doing all these things. Like he's the one in our first year of homeschooling, he started homeschooling our kids, not me. And he thrived on like doing the laundry and taking care of the house. And in another season, we would switch roles and he would be the homeschooler. He's a great teacher. It's like his gifting is teaching. And he is a great teacher. Yeah. And I, I think like even realizing that like homemaking or taking care of your home or like managing your home, like it's not a woman's job. It's just a job. And Mm -hmm. there's responsibilities and tasks that go along with that. And I could be doing it. My husband could be doing it. Someone I pay could be doing it. Like whatever my kids can be doing it. Like these are just tasks. They're neutral. They're not like given to me by God. Like God did not hand over me to me as a woman, the task of cleaning my floors and vacuuming and making the bed and washing the sheet. Like that's so good. That needs to be a real right there. God did not hand me the task of doing dishes and doing laundry. Yeah. That's not like, you know, he did give me and he gives to all believer believers is spiritual gifts and the mission to expand the kingdom with him until all nations have heard. That's what he has given me. Like take authority over the earth, partner with him, spread the gospel. Mm-hmm. And he's given me these spiritual gifts and he's given these to all the church. So that's what he has given me. Those mm-hmm. are the things he gives me all the time. He's given me the Holy Spirit. He's given me Jesus to live inside of me. He's given me a relationship with the father. These are the things he's given me. The rest of these tasks that we have to do to survive, which by the way, have changed so much throughout the centuries. And, you know, part of living in the modern day age we live in is we do get the luxury of choice because, you know, there was a day when this Mm -hmm. was what women did to survive. And, you know, like there wasn't a choice. And now we do have that choice because technology has advanced and people, we live in the first world country, most of us. And this is like part of the freedom that God has given us by being born when we're born. Yeah. And, but he hasn't given me the duties of like being Cinderella. Me and my daughter were talking about this the other night. She was asking me what my podcast was about last week. Mm -hmm. And I was telling her, you know, like, well, like some people think women are supposed to clean the floors and wash the dishes, do the Whatever the whole like Cinderella, Cinderella, night and day, Cinderella. I'm like, it sounds like Cinderella, doesn't it? Like, do this, do that. And part of living in a, a marriage and a family where everybody is seen as equals and we're trying to share authority with our kids and we're sharing authority with our husbands and we're co leading this family is that we all get to decide together, like, what each person's going to do to make our lives run, but it's Mm -hmm. not like moral. Like it's not me doing 
and dusting the table and making the bed is not a moral decision that tells the world or myself or God if I'm good or not mm-hmm. and if I'm following his ways or not. What is telling is my heart. Like, is my heart for him? Do I love God? Like, love God, love people. Like, that's what defines me as a person, not being a homemaker, not being a homeschool mom, not being, you know, I'm not this or I am this. It's really who I am, like the being. And Mm -hmm. if we live out of like the doing rather than the being, Mm -hmm. like we're living upside down and our lives are defined by what we do rather than who we are, which is living from the outside in, whereas we want to live from the inside out. And when you live from the inside out, I can do the actions that are typical of a woman or typical of a homeschool mom or typical of a homemaker and not be defined by it. To get our free heart-centered homeschooling ebook or to book a breakthrough call about homeschooling or business with Sarah, visit the links in the description of this podcast. Also, we always want to hear your questions or ideas for new podcasts. So do please slide into our DMs on Instagram or post in our Facebook group. We would love to hear from you.